Today I'm going to be focusing on verse 2. They will put you out of synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you would think he is offering service to God. John starts his word and said, they will put you out of synagogue. You guys remember Jesus and throughout his ministry that Jesus had several groups that were against him. Groups like the Pharisees, Sadducees, and many others were against Jesus at times. And many of them always trying to find a way to call Jesus to stumble. But Jesus knew their heart. And John 2 just said Jesus didn't trust himself into them because he knew their heart. They didn't just, they just wanted the miracles from Jesus, but they didn't want to follow Jesus. When Jesus came to do the will of his father, he honored the father and kept the law. For them, they were jealous of him. They thought they had it all together. And when Jesus came and walked in humility, they were upset at Jesus. They were jealous of Jesus. So Jesus had several groups that actually, they were against him. What about us today as Christians? But even as the disciples, it's always people that's going to be against the people of God. We're always going to have enemies. Because our Savior had enemies. That's not having an enemy now. You, you provoking somebody. You're trying to bring attention to yourself. He said, oh, this person doesn't like me now. Well, what did you do to them? I'm not talking about those type of enemies. Those people that we do stuff to them, they have to do stuff back to us. But truthfully, as Christians, as we honor the Lord, we will have people that go against us. We're faithful to the Lord. It will be people that despise against us. That's what happened to the apostles. And Paul. Paul was asked on a mission trip. And Paul was beaten for the sake of the gospel. He wanted to tell people about Jesus. He was beaten, but think about Jesus' life. Name one bad thing Jesus did. Did Jesus do anything bad? No. But they still killed him. Jesus didn't do anything, and they still hated on him. Jesus didn't do anything, and they still despised him. Jesus did everything his father called him to do. He loved his enemies. He cared for those that didn't like him. He even knew what tax collector was known for. A lot of them were known for stealing money, but Jesus eating at the table with them. He ate at the table with sinners. The woman that was struggling with men and John 4. Jesus come to her. As she was going to the well for water, Jesus came and let her know that he's living water. Jesus goes to the people that the people uh, the, the normal, the popular. The, the people that think they got it all together won't go to, Jesus go to them. And Jesus walked this earth today. I can see Jesus walking the streets of Howard Drive. I can see Jesus walking the street of Lilac. Jesus walking the street of Arlington. I can see Jesus today not being in a wealthy community. I can see Jesus walking amongst the people that have been rejected. People that are broken. Jesus doesn't mind living his life with those that are in need. So this woman right here that struggle with men, 
or this guy named Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was known as a person that a lot of people didn't like. When they saw Zacchaeus, people walked on the other side of the street. But Jesus comes to Zacchaeus, and Jesus welcomes him. This Jesus I just described, y'all, the one that loves all these people and never in his life have done anything bad to anybody, they still kill him. They still didn't like him. So the apostles, Paul, Paul them followed the same footsteps of Jesus. And guess what Paul them did? They honored the Lord. They helped those. They went to a woman named like Lydia in Thessalonica, near Thessalonica, uh, uh, I think it was close to Philippi. And Paul went to them. He went to a woman that was actually a slave woman. And Paul went to her. And Paul still cared for her. Where did Paul learn it from? He learned it from Jesus. But still, Paul got arrested a few verses later. <laughs> he helped somebody, he still get arrested. The reason why I'm saying all this, what about us? What about us as believers in Christ? If Jesus never done anything bad, he still got persecuted and arrested. What about us? A lot of times we feel like, you know, the world is against me. All this is happening. It is. For us falling after Jesus, the world doesn't like us. They didn't like him. They didn't like his apostles. They didn't like the people. They didn't like them. They didn't like these things. So for us falling after Jesus, the world despises us. Because for us, we are doing Jesus' work. And Satan doesn't like it. So family here, the day can be a co-worker. can be a family member. It can be a friend. That they that are persecuted and jealous and envious, they might just be in the house with us. Might be across the street. Might be at the family reunion. Hey! We don't know who they may be, but they're coming. Well, Deion Sanders say coming. I don't know if y'all watching the football. That's what. Deion Sanders say they're coming. But for the most part, falling after Jesus, doing things right, People despise that. A lot of people despise that. And Jesus talks about that. It's going to happen. So don't be surprised that if you do everything right, you feel like you still can't come up. Because this is not our home. The Lord don't want us to be us comfortable here. He goes to prepare a place for us that's going to be our home. But this place right here will live out the life that Jesus calls to live out, a life just like his. A life of sacrifice and serving others. Honoring him. So the world may know him. We live our lives so people can know Jesus. And Miss Ashley has done a great job in loving you all. And Miss Ashley want to point y'all to Jesus. And I want to point you all to Jesus. But don't be discouraged when bad things happen in life. When your health is not the best. When, when things in your life are not going as planned. Don't be discouraged. Be reminded that this world is not our home. That one day, for those that believe in Jesus, he's going to get rid of this old flesh we have on us. He's going to give us incorruptible flesh. A new body. I'm going to get my hairline back, y'all. The one that way back here when I was young. I'm going to get all that back. All right? And for some of y'all, the way you used to run and skip, y'all want them legs back, don't you? Y'all want them legs. When we get them new bodies, we get them legs back, y'all. 
get them hands back and everything else. On that glorious day to come, everything going to be new. Everything. All the dance y'all used to do, listen to the OJs and the, uh, and the what, what y'all used to listen to? OJs and the, uh, come on now, y'all ain't been saying all your day, all your life. Bobby Womacks. Y'all ain't know I know them folks, did you? What's some more of them names? Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Sam Tyrone, Cook. Tyrone, yeah. Tyrone Davis. The Gap Band. Johnny T. The Gap Band. Johnny T. Who was going to say my last two dollars? Who was that last two dollars? Who was that one? Johnny Taylor. That was Johnny Taylor? Yeah. Y'all, look at you. And y'all used to dance to it, too. But something in your hand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Pastor pa- being messy now, ain't he? Pastor Mellon now. He found some time from preaching to Mellon. <laughs> but one thing about it, you can think about your youthful days. You used to be able to move. You better do this thing. Go fishing. Go hunting. Do all those things. But one day, for those that believe in Jesus, you're going to get those arms. You're going to get that health back. You're going to give a better body you ever had before. And you're going to be with God forevermore. So the first thing we see here, they, right here, that are worried about persecuting, is all those that are against Jesus. Everything Satan has his hands on against Jesus, that's what it talks about here in verse 2. That's who they, when it talks about, they will put you out into synagogues. They are all those that are against Jesus. They was against the apostles. They was trying to kick the apostles out. But also he says here, also in verse 2, he said, they will put you out of synagogue. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. He even uses this word right here. It's like a conjunction. Actually, indeed, it's like, is that a conjunction? Or I know you're an English scholar. <laughs> so I think it's like this, indeed, this conjunction. He said, indeed, they're going to kill you. So he's telling the apostles, hey, you said you believe in me, you want to follow me? You're going to get killed. <laughs> Think about that. Somebody say, hey, you go with me, we might not come back. For me now, I'm like, hold on now. You tell me I can't come back? Hey, I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm going to skip this trip right here. I'm going to let somebody take my spot. So right here in our test, it tells us right here is that indeed, indeed, the hour is coming. It's trying to say the day is coming. The time is coming that this is going to happen. Jesus straight up, y'all. He's straight, I like about Jesus. He's straight up. You know, he let you know, you're going to get killed. You follow me. And I think about what Peter, y'all remember Peter? When Peter saw all the stuff that was happening to Jesus, when, when Judas betrayed him and, and Jesus, all the stuff was happening, Peter was like, nah, I don't know him. I don't know him. They said, do you know him? They can't tell how many times, brother God. How many times they go to Peter? Three times. Do do you know him? They might even took a picture and put the phone up to him. Do you know him? They took another picture and put a phone. Do you know him? Peter like, oh, it looks familiar, but I don't think I know him. It looks familiar, but I don't think I know him. Peter denied Jesus three times. What did that the uh, the the rooster do? Cock-a-doodle-doo. Cock a doo to do and cock a doo to do. And that's what happened. Peter knew that persecution would come and he was afraid. 
He denied Jesus because he was afraid. A lot of times for us, we're just like Peter. We deny Jesus because we're afraid that we won't be accepted. We're afraid that we won't fit in. We're afraid that Lord, we, we won't get the things we want to get uh, from people. We get afraid in life, and we deny the Lord. And the Lord tells us in his word, though, is that for us, whoever deny him, he would deny us. But Peter got it together a little later, didn't he? He eventually turned around and he trusted the Lord. So for us, family, hey, Miss Bozell. So Jesus right here, I mean, so Jesus tells him straight up, you following after me, you will be persecuted. Many of you all, when you say you believe in Jesus, many of y'all walk down the aisle. In the, in the old day, y'all young folks in here. Y- y'all don't remember the what you call the bench, the prayer bench? What you call the bench? Mm-hmm. That's on the front of the chapel. It's called a prayer bench. What's another name for it? It was called something else. Hey, Miss Barzell. What was the bench called? In the morning? The morning bench? Is that what it's called? Oh, okay. Too, y'all too young. Y'all don't know what I'm about. Y'all too young. Morning star. What was that, Miss? Morning, morning star. Morning star. Okay, she said morning star. But the bench and everything would go. You better go down. You better confess your sins and put your faith in Jesus. But how many of y'all knew that when you said you believe in Jesus, you wouldn't have get up any, give up everything in this world to follow after Him? You better give up the toxic relationships. You better give up and everything, anything that doesn't honor the Lord. You willing to give up everything to follow after him. And that's what Jesus is saying. You got to be willing to leave everything behind to follow after me. The anger in your heart, the enviness, the jealousy, the backstabbing, all those things. Jesus said, now you follow me, you leave those things behind. And I'll make you a new person. But when you do that, though, the other side of this, when you leave those things behind, you will be persecuted. Why would you come out here and, and drink some more honey poop vodka again? Why would you come back and do this again? By honoring Jesus, the world's going to mock you. But will you be ashamed of him? Will you be ashamed of him? It's, it's okay to say I love Jesus when you ain't got to lose nothing. It's okay, so I don't mind going to war if you ain't fighting against anybody. But Jesus said, no, when you follow after me, you have to lose everything to come after me. So Jesus tells the apostles here that they're going to kill you. The disciples, you're going to get killed. It's a book called Justin, Book of Martyrs. We hear all these stories how all the disciples were killed for following Jesus. It said Peter was turned upside down. He was killed because he didn't want to die the same way Jesus died. Many other stories of John Mark. Mark, they said he got killed in Africa, northern Africa. They said all of them got killed for the sake of following Jesus. They were willing to, to leave things behind under the Lord. I'm not saying you all got to move to Africa. I'm not saying you got to move to Europe or China. I'm not saying you got to move anywhere. But where you at right now here at Trinity Village, what are you willing to lose to follow Jesus? Is it where you lose? Cursing? What are you able to lose in the sense of gossip? 
able to lose in the sense of being angry all the time? What are you willing to lose to follow after Jesus? Because to follow Jesus, you must lose these certain things. Again, when we don't lose these things, we're not willing to deny these things. Jesus said you must deny these things to come out for me. And family, I'm going to tell you, I'm the chief sinner. I'm the biggest sinner in this room. Y'all got it all together. I'm the biggest sinner in this room. And it's difficult for me every single day. Sometimes I want this. Right? And I know it's not of God. Then I have to ask the Lord to help me through these certain things. At the same time, it's a battle for me. But I have to be faithful to the Lord. I have to trust the Lord at different times. I have to trust the Lord. You have to trust the Lord when things happen. Things are going to happen. It's going to come. What happened though is that those things are going to show you your true heart. Again, we can pray every night. We can say we trust the Lord. But when trials come, trials show us what we truly believe. Amen. Trials show us our maturity. And a lot of times, trials show you that I don't believe the Lord as much as I say I believe. I'm going to say I'm believing when things are good. When things are bad, I'm going to go ahead and give these person my hands. I'm going to give them some words. Then I'm going to ask the Lord to forgive me later. We didn't trust the Lord. If you trust the Lord, before you try to give them them hands, and before you curse them out, before you do all these other things, you seek the Lord and let the Lord go before you. Sometimes I mess up. I got them kids, y'all. I got seven of them. I got seven of them, y'all. And sometimes I forget. I don't go to the Lord. I have to grab one of them. So I struggle with it too. But I need to go to the Lord first and ask the Lord to go before me. Because the Lord used my kids to even show me my own heart. That I need to be more patient. I need to be kind. I need to be considerate. I need to be these certain things. So the Lord used me in this. The last thing we're about out of time I want to say here is, it's the last thing here. It said, they will put you out of synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever you would think he is offering service to God. Think about it, y'all. He said, even those that's going to persecute the, the disciples, they're going to be thinking they're honoring God doing it. Think about that again. The people that's going to kill the disciples, they're thinking they're doing God's will by killing the disciples. These people are saying that they truly believe in God. These are people that are actually persecuting the people of God. So people are thinking that they're living for God by doing this right here. Let me bring it home to you then. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. The people that are hating on you, they feel like they're doing right by hating on you. They feel like you need it. They feel like you need it. And they really think before the Lord that they're doing a good job by hating on you. They're so blinded and they're thinking that way. And so for them, they're going to hate on you some more. She needs to hear this about her. He needs to hear this about him. You don't need to fool with them. You don't need to deal with these certain things. And it's crazy when God blind them and give them over to themselves that they actually think they serve the God, but they actually don't serve to Satan. That's scary. When they actually think they're doing it, think about somebody dying in their whole life, they're doing evil towards others, and they're thinking they're doing it for God. Well, I got to say this, I got to do these things about these certain people. And that's what happened here. These Jewish leaders and things of that nature that persecuted the people of God, that, that persecuted the people of God, they actually thought they were doing service to God. And they wasn't. 
So family here this morning, it's going to be people that are doing things behind your back. It's going to be people that are despising you and they feel like they're doing the right thing. And they're not. They're blinded by it. They're doing it because their heart is jealous of you. They're prideful. And they see that the Lord, you have so much peace about yourself, you're rejoicing, and they don't like it. But I tell you right here, it's coming. So today, don't be shocked when it happened to you. Trust the Lord. Because it happened to Jesus, it's going to happen to you. So trust the Lord when times are difficult come. And as you trust the Lord, the Lord will see you through. Amen? Amen. Give us a song, my sister. Y'all, I want to say this before I sing. You know, last Sunday, so that Sunday school lesson, the Sunday school lesson, the Pharisees were trying Jesus, but they were trying to discredit him. And Jesus was so on to the program, so every trap they tried to set for him, he already had an outcome, so they would be the one that got caught <laughs> in the trap. And I tell you, if you trust God, if you just trust God, mm. he'll come out of the at the finish the line every time. Mm. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And Satan cannot, cannot, will not mm-hmm. stay around when Jesus is. Okay, y'all understand what I'm saying? Amen. Yeah, somebody, um, let me see, Lord God. I lost my train of thought there when he started talking about that because I know that happened with me Sunday in Sunday school when I was teaching and I kept saying, oh, Lord, use me. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> in doing so, I just want you to know that serving the Lord will pay off. Mm. Serving the Lord will pay off.
Amen, amen, amen.